This is Hers and Hers and His, a Threes Company podcast. I'm Tucker. I'm Matteo. And I'm Jinx. Soda. You know, I forget sometimes. I don't know. Tom Tom still listens, I know, because I was talking to him on the phone and I was like, oh man, yeah, I was talking about how tired we were or whatever. Yeah. I was like, oh, and Jinx fell asleep on the podcast. He was like, I know. Uh, (laughs) Listen, Thomas Paul. Thomas Paul. I am so sorry. Hey, can I give a listener shout out too? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Listener. Our listener, um, Lori Beckman. Yeah. Um, she has a service dog that's really important to her that goes everywhere with her and is like her, I mean, it's a service dog. And she just found out that he's got a heart murmur. Oh. And so oh. she's, she's waiting to find out like what that's oh. going to mean and stuff. But, but we're thinking about her and her dog's name is Dick Van Dyke. So I just <laughs> oh, had to awesome. give a shout out to oh, Dick no. Van Dyke. That's so cute. Well, yes, yeah. we will send our best to Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, I mean both very highly because Dick Van Dyke everywhere. Yeah, Dick Van Dyke all around. Mm-hmm. Get well soon, Dick Van Dyke. Oh, interesting. Oh, oh, that's my listener shout out. Do you have a listener shout out, Matthew? No, I just found out that I shorted out the plug that the uh, that I connect the power to my iPad. So now I'm gonna wow. Corn's what, sake. What's happening? So you're well, not, are you I, are you gonna make it? I think are I got enough juice. juice. All right. I think okay. I got enough juice. All right. Let's get on with this. Oh my god, Gosh. let's not dilly dally. Okay. Okay. No dilly dallying tonight. This we is got, important. We this gotta is make sure we get through it before okay. the juice runs out. Yeah. Not the juice. <laughs> not the juice. <laughs> okay. Okay. Guys. What we, we're not here to talk about juice. No, we're not juice is not the topic. That's not what we're here to talk about. What are we here to talk about? Well, we're here to talk about season three, episode twenty-two of Three's Company, Triangle Trouble. Oh, the season wow. finale. The season, the season finale. finale. Season three. Oh man, mm-hmm. guys, we're gonna start our our fourth season next time. Yeah, next time. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That? that's crazy. That's crazy. We're wrapping up season three. That's intense. Done it. Oh wait, quick! I answer. had this really sorry that I oh, fell yeah. asleep on the podcast last time. Oh, shit. I just wanted to also okay. apologize. No, it was great. It was Everyone's great. We covered it. Nobody yeah, even okay. noticed. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no one noticed until I was like, "No one noticed." Until sleep. You called it out. Yeah, I should have just kept my mouth shut. It should have just been a really quiet. I didn't. I hate. This is how terrible I am. I didn't notice that Jinx had fallen asleep until you said something, and I was like. I'm, I'm getting so much airtime this week. I love it. Like this is <laughs> uh, great. Okay, that'll worked out. All right. So, mm. so what, here we are. Well, well, when did this air? Well, I did. Oh yeah, that oh. that's good. That's uh, this good. aired May fifteenth, nineteen seventy nine. May fifteenth. Mm-hmm. So you've just had your one. I just had birthday. my first birthday. A couple weeks oh. before. Oh. That's adorable. adorable. Baby cheeks. <clears throat> Baby me. Okay. Um, what's going on? It's a, it's just an afternoon. Just a basic afternoon in the apartment. Oh, okay. Here we go. Yeah, we're going in. Are we going in? Well, I just want to share my idea. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Um, this, is, this is podcast related. Um, I was thinking for next week, what would be fun to do to kick off season four would actually be to do a podcast on our podcast. So like break down an old episode and just, yeah. And just oh like God. comment on it, like actually go through, <laughs> like you huh. would, you know, take notes on it. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, I, I have a couple of ideas for episodes uh, that, uh, all right. that we can review to kick off season four. Cause I was oh. listening to stuff and I'm like, wow, we never tied up this loose end. 
Uh, oh, that oh, one. Oh. Good point. So, so there's some intrigue involved. It's really fun. I've been going through old episodes, and uh, it's been really such a blast. So I thought that would be really fun for us to break down one of our episodes. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. Way we do, the way we do Three's Company. But just an idea I was throwing out there. I mean, the only problem I see with this is that I have to concentrate so much on hearing myself, which would um, <laughs> I don't be rough. Listen, I, don't I, I mean, it might turn into a real... I could listen to myself all day long. Me yeah, too. Wait, do you not listen to the podcast after we record it, Tucker? He no. Did, no, he usually doesn't. What? No. no well, I he, listen while I'm editing yeah. it just to make sure it's all synced oh, okay. up. Okay. Okay. And, and then I hope that if something's wrong with it, someone will tell me. Yeah. I am. Con- I listen to every episode, and I and I like take down little notes for myself. I'm like, okay, that could have been funnier. Uh, nobody, nobody cares <laughs> what you were talking about. Nobody up. cares what you were talking about there or there or there. Uh, oh uh, no, this is. Um, I listen to a podcast with now, and I, I've, I've so I've been on a few podcasts, uh-huh. and it seems that I will listen at first. Like yeah. I, I keep up with it for a while, and then at some point I find myself that <laughs> listening to me on the podcast is me going like this. Oh yeah, and yeah. He just, like, I just makes, make fun of he myself. Makes fun of I'm like, that's what I sound like. Oh, and, uh, I can't. Tucker, I can't you're great it. on this podcast. I, this is the first it. podcast I've ever been on, so I can't stand it. That's not but, true. You were on Overbooked. As a, a couple guest. of times. A as couple a, of times. As a, as a host. Oh, as a host. Thank you. Oh, okay. Thank yeah. you. Exactly. Just a quick shout Hold out to the great game. podcast yeah. Overbooked, which you can still find wherever you find podcasts. You still can. Yeah. Oh, that's it's cute. not there's that's no great. new recording. Also you can still check it out and it's pretty funny. Guys, take notes. You get listen to Overbooked. Yeah. Um, there are like four episodes of Burt's Nachos, a Burt Nachos podcast. By uh, our theme song. Our theme song. Composers, uh, Burt yeah, Nachos. That's a really weird one. There hasn't been a new episode in over a year, but hopefully there will be. Yeah, more. they're mysterious. It's a very, it's a very strange <laughs> uh, experience. <laughs> and then, you know, if you want to hear me act like an idiot with uh, two other idiots, I'm on another podcast called Chew Bubblegum and Kick Ass. Uh-huh. Which used oh, to be a John cute. Carpenter podcast and is now a weird movie podcast. Yeah. But and overbooked is <laughs> and a now podcast. It's what? Just kind of a we do uh we take a we pick like a weird niche subgenre of movie, like tall building movies, I think was the first one we did. And each one of us, wow. there's three of us, will each pick our favorite tall building like movie and then we the best of. and then over the next three weeks we come back each week and talk about one of them and then we have like a battle thunderdome style and decide who wins the tall building that's movie. amazing that's that sounds like a really fun podcast well i'm gonna tell you about overbooked then because you yeah. said about so overbooked is a podcast that has delightful guests like Matteo martinez mm-hmm. and it's Hi. a podcast a book podcast but it's about books that the hosts have not read. They just don't have time. They're too busy. <laughs> yeah. And they haven't read the books. But they talk about what they think might be in the books. They talk about <laughs> things adjacent to Sorry. the books. Things they might have Listen. gotten out of the books. Yeah, things they may have gotten out of the books. And they even read a book called How to Talk About Books Without Reading Them. So mm. they really know what they're talking about. And it also... <laughs> Excuse me. It also has a, an amazing theme song by Burt Nachos. By Burt Nachos, yeah. yeah. That's right, it does. Yeah. That's right. I think that was the first oh, one. Oh, so does Chew Bubble Go with Kick Ass, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah. Well, they're Burt Nachos. All the, wow. all, the, all the podcasts we just mentioned have Burt Nachos theme songs. Yeah, they do all the best podcast themes. That's yeah. great. Okay, That's promo so great. corner's okay. over. Let's move okay. on. All right, moving on. Moving on. All right, we're so not let's here to start. talk about any of that. No. So okay. we start in uh, 201. It's just an afternoon. Janet's uh, on the couch. And, yeah. and uh, Chrissy. She comes home. Mm-hmm. She has she's been, been on, on a lunch date. date. Yeah. And, um, and then, like, right after that, Jack arrives. And I don't know. Okay, that got cut out because the episode starts out with Jack arriving. 
Okay. Oh, well, okay. there's hardly anything. It's like two lines of small talk. Yeah, something. it's not. It's like I don't remember anything substantial there. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so Jack comes in and he announces that he has big news. Big news, everybody. Big news. I love an episode that starts off with big news. You know this about me. <laughs> uh-huh. I love it. Uh, Debbie from cooking class is coming over to make a lasagna. Now, come on. Guys, Debbie from cooking class, he's been talking about her. I can't believe he's in cooking school and they're making lasagna. I can't believe that he's in cooking school and he calls it cooking class. Yeah. Also, like, you know, with as many French dishes as he's cooked, why don't we just keep making French dishes? Like, yeah, why I did it switch he was to in, like, lasagna? French cooking school. Yeah, he's like doing a That's what I thought. French yeah. Education, right? But maybe they had like what a I pasta component and they just decided to make lasagna. Maybe. Maybe they had, you know, you have to. It's like when you go to college, you have to take a, a, a second language. Yeah. Like, you got to pick one of these. What? And they were like. Well, oh, right, right. Yeah. yeah. And, and they were like, you can do it Italian, also an Italian class for a semester. Yeah, or you could, it's an elective. Thing. What was your language uh, in college? He probably took it. Because well, of, uh, <gasps> did I you take Spanish? I cheated. <gasps> I did. did. Oh, I did. <laughs> hey, come on. I learned it. Wow. I learned when it. I was, was, you just finally got credit for it. Oh, man. When I was an That's infant. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I took French. Well, see. And then, um, and then tried Arabic for a minute and uh, then went back to French. Yeah. Arabic. I just took Farsi. Farsi, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I took like like six years of Farsi. I only used I only used Arabic once. Do you remember that? Do you remember the time I used Arabic? Was it when someone like a person telemarketer called, on the phone? called your parents? Yeah. And you just and I said, counting. Here, let me answer it. Because they were like, Oh, they won't stop calling. Yeah. And I said, Assalamu alaikum. And they said, uh, and I went, waha, this name for laugh. And I just counted. <laughs> That's all I could do. I just, yeah. And they hung I up. Counted. <laughs> it was, it was, it was like in he the heat of like, counted. it's like in the heat of Iraq and everything. Like there's so much xenophobia wow. yeah, and anti-Muslim yeah. stuff going on. So I was just like, yeah. I'll just answer like this. Yeah. And it did. They, they hung it up. Worked, yeah. It worked. I can't believe you took Spanish. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm in awe. I, that's awesome. Pues. If I knew I Spanish, did I Did you get straight A's? You better have. Or did you throw one every now and then? Okay. <laughs> of course yeah, I got probably... straight A's. God, you're just... Um, no, the only thing that was weird about taking Spanish was that I didn't realize that when my mom left Ecuador in 1972, that that's where her Spanish would be frozen. So anytime oh. I speak Spanish to my Ecuadorian cousins, I sound like somebody out of like a time capsule. <gasps> you sound That's like amazing. you're from Fresno. That's incredible. I'm like, what it is, cousins? He's <laughs> solid. <laughs> They're like, why what? do you talk like these? <laughs> you sound stupid. Oh my That's god, amazing. I love it. In That's fact, great. I want to learn. A language from, from someone like yeah. that. I learned French in high school from a German lady. So I'm any learning, French I speak has a German accent. Learning early, wow. yeah. early 1970s. Uh, early 1970s like, Italian. Yeah, that's where I'm <laughs> focusing. Oh my God, that is so not what we're here to talk about. No, okay, okay, guys, all right. so they are going to make lasagna. <laughs> Debbie and Jack are going to make okay. lasagna. And, okay, uh, and he explains that Debbie, she's not going to go for any of this hanky-panky. You know, she's like, she's, she's a good girl. Yeah, she's a good girl. Yeah. She will not understand that I live with two uh, women no. and you're going to have to leave. It's the same old, same old, right? Right. And and his whole plan <clears throat> sorry. But his whole plan yeah. is to make lasagna because they're gonna make the sauce at their house and they're gonna make the pasta at Debbie's house and God. Debbie won't let a guy into her apartment. What yeah. this is such a ham handed 
like way of it's, getting to two different yeah. people's apartments. Like it's just this. Yeah. It's so dumb. Fine, whatever. That's ridiculous. But this is how he's gonna gain this is entry. How he's gonna get into a to Debbie's inaccessible <laughs> apartment. So ding dong, chaos. Oh, uh oh, what's happening in there? Life, Jack. Okay. So yeah, he's like, you guys gotta get out of here. Well, ding dong, Debbie's already there. Jack closes the door in her face real fast. Yeah, and he's you like, how you, you, you got to get out of here. When you're being all slapsticky, you know how yeah. you do? You know, in slapsticky comedy, when people slam doors in people's faces, no one is ever upset about it. Yeah, they just wait. Yeah, they just stand there. They never, like, ring the doorbell again or knock more. They just stand and wait until till they open it up. They're like, well, I'll let you go ahead and tell whoever's in there whatever you need to tell them and then come back and act like I didn't notice anything. I think it was such a... Like it's such a common gag that I, I just think people were like, "Oh, that's what you do when you open the door, like you slam it in people's faces if it's not who you want to see." And but we just don't do that anymore because it's so dumb; it makes no sense. Yeah, we're past it. I don't as know. People. <laughs> as a comedy audience, we are done with that. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be looking now, and I'm betting it's still happening. Yeah, it probably is. I could see it on Friends or whatever. Friends, which is not uh, yeah, thirty that's, years or whatever. <laughs> one of those new shows. <laughs> one of those newfangled. All right, from the nineties. Okay, um, <laughs> oh my lord. Okay, so he's like, "You guys got to get out of here." He's like, "Go into your room while I get Debbie into the kitchen, and then you can." And then sneak you guys out. can go to the Regal Beagle. Yeah, yeah. I just go to the Regal Beagle for an hour. That's what Janet negotiates yeah. an hour, right? An hour, and then Jack will head to Debbie's place. Yeah, and they'll be that'll give them enough time. <sighs> that part, okay. There's a part that later that really irritates me. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Uh, so they do. They go into the bedroom. Jack uh, gets opens the door. Debbie's uh-huh. like, "Hey, yeah. I'm still here." And yeah, I'm still whatever. standing here at the door. Just like- and uh, so she comes in, and he. He gets her to the kitchen, and the girls begin to sneak out. Yeah. And as they're about to leave, who comes to the door? Just right as they hit the door, bam. Reverend Snow returns. Reverend Snow. I feel like we need like a pipe organ right here. Should we hit <laughs> should we hit some paddikins this week? Yeah, let's get both. Sure. Let's get Debbie and Reverend Snow. Well, we've done Reverend this Snow is before. Heavy. We have. That's For actor sure. Peter Mark, and if anybody wants to go back to the episode that he was first yeah. in, uh, what is that one called? Does it is Chrissy Come Home? Oh, is that it? Yeah. Something like that. Oh, that's that's crazy. If, if that's really the, what it was, I think it is. I'm not seeing it. I think it is. It's something like that. It's something like that. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Chrissy, come home. Yeah. Uh, There it is. I did it. I knew something. I am qualified for this. Oh, and this is interesting. He's coming back in season four. That's correct. He comes back a lot. That's correct. Well, I really was like trying to figure out like, why is he in this episode? It's yeah, so wild, and it's, it's because he acts as the Mr. Roper slash uh, helmet. Oh, yeah. you're right. He's simultaneously yeah. like the good, that like the like the you know browbeating father, but he's also like the understanding mother by the end. Yeah, God, you're so right. Um, he even starts out understanding like Mrs. Roper because yep. in the beginning when they meet him at the door and everything. Like they start to do that and they yeah. invite him to come along to the Regal Beagle. Yeah. And he just goes along with whatever Jack says. Yeah. Like yeah. he totally backs Jack up and is like, yeah, okay. yeah. Which is such a change from the first yeah. time we, we saw Reverend Snow. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah. but that's Mrs. Roper. Anyway. Um, yeah. But, but okay. Good. So um, now I'm sorry. I didn't even pause for you to do Debbie when she came. Yeah, that's so, okay. So yeah. Debbie is played by actress Barry Youngfellow. Uh, she was born in 1946 in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, Cleveland. 
a neighbor of, of Harry, Baby Jinx. Interesting. Uh, she just passed away in 2022, oh. just last year. Oh. Uh, so uh, oh. a fond farewell uh, to... Oh. I like the name Barry with an I. Barry Youngfellow. Yes, Barry with an I-E. Uh, now, <clears throat> Barry Youngfellow is another one of these gonna actors. Be, I'm going to just choose to believe that she might have been ailing or something, you know, and but she was she was just hoping to make it to this episode of hers and hers and his. Oh yeah. <sighs> but she yeah. That's really sad, that's right? Because we started when she was uh, still alive. Oh that's so Yeah, sad. we could have made it. We could have made it happen if we knew oh, Barry she was, was waiting. A fan. She wasn't waiting. She oh. nobody cares. No, okay. She um she gets her start in nineteen seventy. <laughs> She gets her start. I choose to believe. You don't even listen to the show. She gets her start in 1973 on a show called The New Temperatures Rising Show, which is crazy, which is a crazy name. She plays nurse number one. I have no idea. But then goes on the streets of San Francisco. Um, oh, okay. a, a a film called Three Women, which I think has Sissy Spacek oh, in it. I fucking love that movie. Nineteen seventy-seven. That's like my favorite Robert Altman movie. Weird. Oh, Sissy yes. Spacek, Shelley Duvall. Oh, yes, yeah. so great. Yes, so great. she uh, in nineteen seventy-eight. She's in an episode of Emergency. In 1978, she was on two episodes of Barney Miller and then WKRP in Cincinnati, The Jeffersons, before she makes it on this episode of Three's Company. Uh, then she's in a, uh, a couple more TV movies. Uh, I'm trying to look for anything. Trapper John MD. She's in two episodes in 1980 and 1983. She's, she's on the really show. The she's on the show. It's a living. Do you guys remember that show? It's a living. No. It sounds familiar. It's, um, that was that show. <laughs> oh gosh. Gail Edwards. Very young fellow. Oh, she was a regular on that show. Oh. Um, who was Good the Anne Jillian was on that oh. show. Anne Jillian of Depends fame? Yeah, like this series featured a group oh. of waitresses and a pianist named Sonny who work at a fancy restaurant at the top of a skyscraper. And it ran for like nine seasons. What? episodes. It's a living. Nine yeah. Big deal. It's yeah. a living. Wow. Then she went on to totally be missed it. in an in episode. restaurant. Yes. It, it, she went on to be on an episode of Murder, She Wrote, Blossom. <gasps> and in 1998 uh, is her final credit for Law and Order. So it's been a long time since she was out of the Ooh, industry. Shit. You know what? I love that she kept it real by just playing parts on different episodes and jumping around all the way to the end of her career. Like mm. it makes it be like she wasn't trying to get a permanent thing. She was, she enjoyed what she was doing. She enjoyed what she was doing. Let's, let's say she that. was playing. She was playing parts on law and order. That's what she wanted. I think as far as oh. this episode was concerned, she had a really great vibe and I thought she came in and did an awesome job of like matching the energy of the show. Uh, I thought she was yeah. really, really great. Right. Yeah, I think you're right. And we find out how important that is mm -hmm. as the show progresses. Yes. <laughs> how does Jack explain... How does Jack explain Reverend Snow and the girls to Debbie? Okay. Well, let's see. That comes at the end. Well, well, no, it's because the girls get out. The girls walk Reverend out. Snow's in the doorway. As and she catches oh, Reverend Snow in the doorway. right. Yeah, and then Jack just Reverend's whole great thing, where which is so funny, where he he you know she's like because he trips over the suitcase. <laughs> Wait, are we there yet? <laughs> um, yeah, I think so. That's yeah, because the suitcase is there. Yeah, and then, and then Jack says, "I have, here's the clothes for the for the needy, for the needy uh, Reverend <laughs> yeah. Snow," and just hands him <laughs> the suitcase. It was fantastic. He didn't miss a beat. It was really funny. Right. Um, okay. Yeah, and so and the reverends are yeah he's he's playing along, and he goes along with Jack and uh, okay they so they go to the beagle they go to the beagle they come back is this is that a commercial or is that later I can't remember no it's later okay yeah I don't have my regular notes today everybody so. they they 
they come back and Jack is They're not so done. Him and Debbie are still wrapping away. up the sauce or whatever. Yeah. They haven't left. It's been 60 minutes. This is the part that pisses me off. Why? Oh, why? Because Jack gets all pissed at them. Like, it's oh, their yeah. fault. Okay. So this episode, for whatever reason, I don't know, but I felt everything was tense from the moment it started. Yeah. Like, Jack has this crappy attitude of the, towards the girls again. Right after we saw that episode, Jack moves out, where he's just yeah. ridiculously mean. And he's being yeah. mean Jack again. And I don't like this version of Jack. Like, it's so gross. I don't want him – I'm not rooting for him. And yet he's the star of – like, ostensibly, like, he's the main character in this show. And I don't like him. I think he's being yeah. a jerk. Yeah. Yeah, it's like they're amping up certain parts of Jack to compensate – for not having, you know, like they're amping up different parts of the characters to like fill in for the Ropers. Yeah, I think and it was just, just it's intense. Like I Chrissy's mean, more stupid, Janet's more frazzled. I mean, this is happening before the Ropers left. A little. But this I think is it's really nailed yeah, it's, it. It's got, it's gotten worse. Um, I meant like it was the nail in the coffin or something. Yeah, it was the um, that was the it was camel. the camel. That's the camel. <laughs> This is my dad said once. And he was like, I guess he, he, meant, was, to he say, meant to say that's the straw. He meant to say that's the, the straw that broke so the camel's back. So that's the straw, I think, would be the right way to abbreviate that if he didn't want to, if he just yeah. wanted to toss it off like that. But instead he went, well, well that's the camel. <laughs> <laughs> Down. Okay. Uh, we'll take it. We'll no. take it. <laughs> okay, okay. So this so, is the whole bit. This is okay. the whole bit yeah. where they come back from they come back from the Regal Beagle and, then they, and they have to they hear them coming out of the kitchen <coughs> and yeah, they like oh god dive behind the couch the Reverend Snow Reverend and Snow Janet and Chrissy yeah and they're all hiding behind the, the couch the couch and, and Jack's, Jack's and this is the part that because oh, he's not even trying to get her out of there it's been an hour he's not he's like let's sit down on the couch. And I'll try to make out with you. Like, get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Now, I want to <laughs> get out. I want to point out that the kids. There is a deal them. in place with your roommates. They are doing the best they can for you. And you're going to. And then and he gets all indignant about it. Like um, I am. I the kids in 201. Yeah. In their summary yeah. of this episode. Yeah. They say that. That when the when everybody comes back from the Regal Beagle, Jack and Debbie have taken a tomato break. <laughs> <laughs> that, yes, right. didn't they say that at a certain point? I, they may have, but that's Probably. hilarious. Oh my god, mm-hmm. tomato break. Uh, okay, all right. So they sit. So they decide they're just going to sit down on the couch, and they're all behind the couch. And this is crazy. This is so crazy that Reverend Jack's Snow would get down behind that couch. I know he's going right along with it. Jack's holding hands with Debbie and he has his other arm up on the couch mm-hmm. and they're like holding hands. And then he, he realized that the hand that what Jack is, is holding. Oh, Janet's trying to kind of get his attention. Yeah. She's like waving. She's, she's got her hand up trying to be like, we're here. But know. Jack doesn't see it. And he yeah. just grabs her hand. So he's holding her Janet's hand as if it's Debbie's other hand. <sighs> But then it's funnier than we're describing it. <laughs> yeah. Well, then, okay. It's yeah. funny, but how many people have hidden behind this couch oh. and gone out the front door and don't see people hiding behind the couch? Like it's just uh, such nonsense. No, I can't. So I can't. You get me so mad. <laughs> so, yeah, Debbie eventually touches him with her free hand. And yeah, he and he one. realizes. He, he recoils from her, jumps off the couch. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty funny from, you know, considering mm-hmm. her perspective. And so he's like, <laughs> I got to get Debbie out of here. And he pushes her toward the door. And so Janet and Chrissy and Robert Snow all have to rotate around the couch, which is just stupid. Yeah. Like, that's, no, nope, <laughs> we can see you. You're just, this is a tiny couch. Plus, it's like sunk down. Like there's a step. There's a so step. So they're like yeah. up. They're elevated. <laughs> they look back and be looking straight at them. <laughs> essentially. Um, okay. 
So And now this is the commercial break. That's the commercial break. Alright. God damn it, I don't have anything for the commercial break. Oh, you were well, supposed to. I was, it was your segment. Uh, well, apparently. <laughs> so apparently I it, it was. I remember yeah. that the first time Tucker mentioned a commercial break, like Jinx had something just ready to go, and we talked about it, and I was like, oh, that's a new segment that we're doing now. For the big commercial break, the first big commercial break in the show, Jinx is always going to have a commercial to talk about. And then, like, week after week, she didn't, and I didn't want to, like, say anything. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, Matt, no, you better bring like a topic for the commercial yeah. break. No, I just had like that one day. I just happened to be like, oh, you know that um, you know checks had yeah. this commercial or whatever. Yes, something, maybe what? I don't know. Okay, maybe what is something? Uh, you know that JG Wentworth song? JG <gasps> Wentworth eight seven seven cash now. You know that one? Yeah, eight seven seven cash now. Eight seven seven cash now. Yeah, remember that? Um, it's tied to a real specific time to me. For me, it's like okay. a sense memory thing. Wait, that's not a like, new commercial. No, no. And now it's like I've noticed it's back. Yeah, it's back. Yeah, they're now. doing like, like an oh, opera right. version. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. They used oh, it's to fantastic. Too. Uh, an older oh, one I too. Love it. I but love yeah, it. It reminds me. Uh huh. Like there was that period where I heard it so much. When we lived in West Virginia. Oh, yeah. And we were living with your parents mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. West Virginia. Which is weird. And That's a weird thing to say, that my parents lived in West Virginia and so did we. Yeah. Hmm. But we did. Yep. And um, <laughs> I was, you know, not doing much. And uh, I, I, it would play a lot on the syndicated channels that would play. Like, I'd have, like, a... If Jerry Springer was on yeah, or something. It was on there. And for some reason, and we watched a lot of Three's Company there. We did. But we heard that so much. And I remember walking around the house just being just like, singing it. it's over, it's over, gosh, no. Oh, no. There was, used to be, there was uh, a guy named Wiz at the comedy club who he would just walk out on the patio and be like, call J.G. Whitworth. <laughs> And every single person, like in the alley, would sing eight seven seven cash now. It was amazing. <laughs> That's, That's great. great. Really good. Uh, okay. So. All right. That's great commercial, commercial break. Yeah. Good commercial break. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. There's <sighs> some free advertising. Yeah. Call them. I don't JG know what Wentworth. the hell they are. They're cash, cash now. now. Yeah. They're like, like predatory lenders. It's kind of situation. I'm sure. <laughs> huh. All right. Well, don't call them. Don't call J.G. Wentworth. Don't call them. You know, if you need an annuity. (gasps) I have have a structured settlement, but I need cash now. Call J.G. Wentworth. (laughs) Okay, stop. Stop it. All right. All right. Okay, Okay, now we open. And what do you know? We're at Debbie's apartment. We're at Debbie's apartment. Listen, up until this point, I wasn't really enjoying this episode. And then when those two gay guys walk out shirtless, I was like, (laughs) this is the magic of the show. And I I don't know. I mean, I've never given five Dominomini booths. And I was like, no, this was it. It's, of course, the season three closer. I was like, yes. Yes. Uh, all of a sudden, like, I totally get Three's Company when the shoe's on the other foot. Like, I want to live with Debbie. She knows yeah. how to pick them. She knows, she knows how, how to pick them. Yeah. And the fact that they leave their clothes everywhere means they're probably half naked all the time. This is a fantastic episode that I feel <laughs> just really delivers on the promise of Three's Company. I just – we can stop okay. now. This It doesn't get better than this. <laughs> well, what, what, if, what if season four – we just that was the that was the uh, baton toss, the season baton handing, four. and season four was actually Debbie, Debbie and, and her. Oh her God, what are their names? That I want to see the Debbie show with those Lama. two guys. Even though I just that's the show I want to watch. Uh, what has happened, folks? What happened? What happened? What happened, what happened was, was that. We have opened in Debbie's apartment, and we realized that Debbie is living with two men. Yeah, the, and she's don't wear clothes. This is, the, clothes. this is this is the important part. 
That's which, exactly which the, Janet and Chrissy don't either. Situation so, I mean, I get it. Of Jack's situation. Yeah, and she's telling them how Jack would never understand because yeah, he's, he's so a goody two shoes that he would never understand any of this. Okay, now these are our two next Paddockins this week, but yeah. I can't tell. Their names are, hold on, I've got it. Their names are Roger and Doug. Okay. If we're going in order of appearance here, and I think we are. No. Okay. Now let's see. Because uh, our last Paddockins was Barry, right? So Doug yeah. Yeah. is the slightly hairy well, guy. No, Barry shows up first before Reverend Snow, so that can't be order of appearance there. Yeah, plus the guy who plays Doug is is evidently Janet's date. Okay. Oh. Yeah, see, this is what makes it so confusing. I, I can't line up yeah, these pictures who of who these, these people guys? are. Okay, so it seems like one of the guys, the, the slightly hairier guy in the episode, <laughs> uh, with his shirt kind of open. Okay. That's Roger. Okay. And he is played by actor Terrence Goodman, born in 1950 in Fort Dodge, Iowa. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, so now he, um, let's see, he gets his start all the way back in 1976 uh, on a, some crazy movie called Ode to Billy Joe. Then he gets on the Tony Randall show for one episode. Ode to Billy Joe. That's that about the song? Is that a Ode to Billy based Joe. on that song? Probably. <gasps> this is from nineteen seventy six. I don't know a lot of nineteen seventy six movies. Yeah, you know the um Bobby Gentry song? Oh, I didn't know that. Anyway, okay. Well there you go. Yeah. Maybe it's not anyway, as obscure as one thing. Anyway, thinks. go ahead. Sorry. Then in nineteen seventy-eight, he's in uh, Chips and Laverne and Shirley in seventy-nine, he makes it onto Three's Company. And then he's also an episode of The Fall Guy, New Heart, Days of Our Lives. He was in Perfect Strangers in nineteen eighty-six, which is such a great show. Uh not really on Chips. I really see it. In 2006, he was in an episode of Everwood. And, what the hell's uh, Everwood? That sounds filthy. Everwood? You don't remember that series on the WB? No. Oh, it was the WB series? Of course it was. <laughs> yes. Well, oh, my yes. God. Yes. yes. <laughs> and then he's got a bunch of... Side trivia here yeah. related to this. Side trivia. Oh, Ode to Billy Joe, the movie yeah. that he's uh-huh. in. Um, directed by Maximilian... Aldebert Max Bear Jr., who played Jethro on the Beverly Hillbillies. Whoa. Fascinating. How about that? Interesting. Wow. A sitcom rabbit hole. That's amazing. Yeah. Weird. Okay. All In right. 2019, he directed a short film called The Atomic Spawn. And that is his last known credit. So kind of still out there doing it. Wow, really? Yeah. Now the right. now the okay. super okay, the super like like kind of like ripped guy, I can't yeah. tell who he is from the credit. Like I can't line up the pictures of him. He's um, either he's either Elliot or Phil. Right, and I should have paid better attention to their names. I don't think they say. But then again, how would people know? So, I mean. It's so hard. Anyway. um, Anyway, anyway. Okay. um, Let's see here. What's going on? All right. Okay, so so she's she's telling them that Jack would never understand. And then when, and then. Jack gets there and Debbie proceeds to explain why there's men's underwear everywhere. That was so crazy. Everything's but it was really cute. Yeah. Like first she she pulls out that, that button down shirt, uh, Mm -hmm. which I thought was a really cute shirt. I was like, and she says, "Ah, I use that for an apron. And then she pulls out the socks. She says, I use these for oven mitts. And I was like, (laughs) This is still. It was such a Jack. 
series of little like you know moments very yeah. jack tripper so i thought that was pretty cool um i thought that they did the parallel really nice but didn't you find their kitchen and their apartment way nicer than the, yeah. than the kids oh yeah yeah that really surprised like- me and it was decked out. Like it didn't look like when you have like just a side set or like a, you know, B set right. situation. It looked really well done. It did look really nice. It was really done up. I thought the kitchen was really insane. Like it, it had like orange yeah. trim around all the cabinets. And um, didn't it have a center island with like with the range and the island? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Listen, I really wanted to – I don't know why, but like Debbie's situation to me, living with those two hot gay guys, I, I was yeah, like, why is this picture. not a show? Why is this not a show? Like this could be a show. I would watch it. I yeah, would watch it. That show is tailored directly to us. It's like here's these two <laughs> hot guys, here's this benign girl, and here's this gorgeous kitchen. But you know what? Here's the thing about Debbie's character. I was rooting for her. To get through the situation with Jack. Yeah. Even though it was the exact same situation, she wasn't being mean to her roommates. No. They were all like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. But Jack was being – yes. But Jack was being super-duper rude to Chrissy and Janet in a way that like, you know, Debbie, Debbie didn't dare be mean to her. Super hot gay roommates. Okay, they're probably not gay, but no, that might that be just something I'm adding. They're in a uh, room together, just like Janet and Chrissy are. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so hot. Uh, this is the best episode <laughs> <laughs> that we've seen of Three's Company. Oh, oh so good. Oh. It really struck a chord with me. Where are we? We're talking about how Debbie. Everything she picks up belongs to her brother. And she uses it for something. Hmm. And she's got the, the right, right, socks right. on her hands. and That's right. And the, It's absurd. I forget what the last thing was that was so stupid. <clears throat> the belt or something. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, it was like that crazy shoe that she smashes a nut with. And yes, listen, the shoe. she oh, yeah. did it. She, she smashed did. that nuts to, that's nut to smithereens and... Beautifully executed. I was like, yeah. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, she did. Good, right. yeah, good. good bit. Good bit. Debbie. Yeah. Okay, so then we so, go back to the to Back the to the apartment. Mm-hmm. And Reverend Snow. Oh, he he's there to He's got to a give special a sermon. sermon he's given. Somewhere. Yeah. He's been asked to give a sermon. So he's trying to practice it uh, for so Chrissy and Janet. Um, they're cleaning the apartment because they have dates yeah and um let's see then uh by the way did you sorry did you guys clock that jack's back in the apartment yeah Mm -hmm. sitting on the couch and the girls are wearing different outfits than they were before. I guess these are their, like, clean up the apartment outfits? Or is it not the it's, next day? But it's not the next day. Be, no. Right? Cause, because no, cause when right. she comes – when, when Debbie comes back, she's wearing the same clothes too. I don't know. This is oh, really yeah. weird. They, no, I don't know why the costume changed. Well, because they're weird. cleaning up the apartment and getting ready to go on dates. I guess. Okay, so they yeah. changed out of their, changed. their yeah. day clothes to their clean clo- <laughs> Put cleaning on their up evening clothes. Gowns. Cleaning up clothes in order <laughs> okay. to get ready to get in their dating clothes. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, the fine. Whatever. Three, Eight costume changes four. in a day. Yeah, that's how they do. I get it. And uh, Jack's gone into the kitchen, right? At this point. He's not in there when she arrives. No, they're just there waiting for their roller skating dates. Right. <laughs> and, uh, their roller skating dates. Yeah. And so, ding dong, Chaos. Debbie has arrived with the finished lasagna. 
She's like, I'm bringing some of this. Did for she Jeff. finish it? I guess. I thought they finished it. Oh, together. maybe they baked That's it. That's the Jeff. thing is that they what? don't they don't say he's just back in the apartment. Yeah. Yeah, he just yeah. Like, it, well, was it was weird. It was weird. Maybe he, he they left just got it bacon and went yeah, home for some there. reason. Yeah, that's like, what that's happened. Stupid. Dumb. That's what happened. Dumb. Um, okay, so um, she brings the lasagna. And so Janet and Janet and she's says like, that who the hell are you? I'm Jack's maid. Yeah, because she, she's claiming. She's so claiming. it makes sense. And she's like, well, then who are you? Who are you? And so Chrissy <laughs> says that she's Janet's maid. Yeah. Well. And then she's Janet's assistant. Well, Janet says she's her assistant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she says she's Janet's maid. I'm her maid. I'm her maid. She says. <laughs> Which, Which got good. a big laugh. I mean, she did it really. She did it really great. Yeah, she yeah. sold it. I liked her. Um, um, and then so Jack, Jack comes out and he goes along with it. Yeah, these are his maids and uh-huh. his maid's assistant. God. God. And then. And then they're ding dong. The roller skating dates. The roller skating dates get there. Now, how are we going to explain this? The roller skating dates are picking up the maids at their workplace, is what what everyone thinks. Yeah. Okay. That's how they're going to do it. That's what Jack tries to sell. Yeah. Yeah. To this poor girl. Yeah. And Debbie's like, how nice of you to let them pick up their dates at your apartment. <laughs> Which is weird. And then eventually Reverend Snow comes over and this was the first bit of relief that we finally get in this like insane farce. Which fine, it's a farce every week, but like this week was particularly like, oh my just pulling my hair out. He says, uh, come on, Jack, like nobody buys this anymore. And doesn't Debbie say something to the effect of like, yeah, this is I like I'm not stupid. It, it was like a, the first self-aware moment, and I was just so happy yeah. that it was finally here. Did we do yeah, Alan McCray, who plays Doug, Chrissy's date? Well, see, I can't figure out who's who. Alan McCray is Doug, and that's Chrissy's date. Do okay. we know which? None of that helps. Oh, we, that we know that. Okay, okay. So yeah, okay. So Alan McCray, known for Three Ninjas. Uh, which oh, came out in 1992. My. Uh, and then in 1998, he was in Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain. That's another big one in his uh-huh. acting resume. But he gets his start in 1972 uh, on a TV movie called When Michael Calls. Then he's in a show called Keep It in the Family. Uh, I don't remember that show. One <laughs> called Three for the Road. TV Yikes. series called Medical Center. He's on the streets of San Francisco, <laughs> nice. which is a everyone. Big, yeah, I know these these days. are so crazy. He's uh, on an episode of Family in 1977 on Mash in 1977, Little House on the Prairie, Wonder Woman, Mark and Mindy, uh, and then he's in Three's Company, and he's coming. He's actually in two episodes, so he's going to come just back. Say Mark in and Mindy. Mark and Mindy. Okay. It might have just sounded like that. Yeah. Um, right. As you know, just English check. is not my first language. That's like, um, <laughs> he, he comes back. Mark and Mindy. And Mark yeah. and Mindy. He comes Mark back in, in season six of Three's Company as somebody completely different called Robber. So I guess he plays a robber. Oh. Uh, right. But he's also, after this, in 1985, he's in uh, Too Close for Comfort. In 19, he, he played, he's in two episodes. <laughs> Days of Our Lives, Not Landing, Moonlighting. He's on Dallas. Oh. Uh, five God. episodes. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Doogie Howser, The West Wing. See? And his last credit is a short film called The Jungle. In 2021. So, looks like uh, Alan McRae is still out there doing it. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so do we know who Janet's date is? I can't find that. Which one is Janet's date? Yeah, I don't know which. They don't even have a picture of Daniel. Roger is Janet's date. And Phil and Elliot are the roommates. Okay. Then the 
No, oh, that can't be right. Okay. I can't tell. I can't tell. It's just not. Phil and Elliot. These poor actors. Phil is not. Phil is. uh, Wait, this is Alan McCray. It was Phil. Is that what that said on two kids? Two of them? Because I found it there. Alan McCray, who plays Chrissy's date, Doug, is what it says. I think maybe they. Robert McCray plays Doug. Oh, they have it wrong in here. Oh, there's two McCrays, but they sell their name different. Yeah, Macray and yeah. McCray. Oh, this is so confusing. Okay, forget it. We're skipping it. We're just okay. Have we covered Guys, all of them? Have we covered all of Beautiful them? Beautiful Pattykins this week. Thank you all to all of our Pattykins. We suck. We'll, well, I'll get you next time. We got, we got them. <laughs> I we promise. Got them. It, was, it was fine. It was great. Okay. Bye. You know what we forgot to do? What? Oh my God! We forgot to see what because I didn't have notes. I didn't. I forgot. Let's see what you said. Wait, we're almost at the end of the episode. Wait, we got Let's before we find out how it concludes. Let's make sure. Let's see if uh, Mario is close. No, 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 I'm not close at all. Remember what I remember? What my prediction was? (laughs) I I don't. I'm really okay. Okay. Uh, So. Jack shows, or wait, no, Reverend Snow. Oh, yeah, Debbie shows up with a lasagna. They go along with that, blah, blah, blah. Crazy, the dates. Reverend Snow's there. Yeah. Um, And so then Jack has to tell Debbie the truth. And he does. And she's like, oh, oh, great. So then she's honest with him about her situation. And Jack, of course, is yeah. not okay with it. Not okay with it. And the dates, the roller skating dates. Oh, yeah. Oh, this entire thing. Disgusting. disgusting. They hate it. <sighs> um, but then Reverend Snow chimes in mm-hmm. with something brilliant that I don't remember. Mm-hmm. That solves everything and is probably not Because he tells Jack, he's like, Jack... Nobody's buying this. Just tell the truth. Like you just, yeah. this is so ridiculous. And Jack's finally like, and then he goes, okay, the truth is that my uncle's mansion burned down and I had to take on these two maids of his. <laughs> and she's like, come on, Jack. And then he finally says, um, I'm living here with these two girls, which makes Janet and Chrissy's dates react. Yeah. And yeah. It, like, they're all like, you know, they, they clutch the pearls and, so, and then that – go ahead. So Jack Jack flips out about Debbie, but then yeah. Reverend Snow calms everybody calms down. calms everybody down. It's like – Right. People, men and women can live together. It's cool. And they're all like, okay. Yeah. Which is interesting, right? So they're almost like – because they've lost the Ropers, they're restating the entire situation of this situation comedy. At the end of this season. And I I was like, okay, we got it. But like now who's going to play the foil for the kids? Yeah. And it's going to be these random people apparently. Yep. Random Paddykins. Yep. Until we, Macrae, until we finally craze. usher. Yeah. Until we finally usher in the age of further. Okay. And then there's the tag scene. There's a tag scene before there's we There's a tag away. scene. Um, oh, there's no tag scene on Pluto. No? Jack oh, it is right here. Cuddling on the couch. Yeah, it's real quick. Reverend Snow is still... Um, He's sitting in the chair. Yeah. Uh, they're on the couch. He's in the chair. And Jack's like, don't you have something to do? Right. And, and so, so he's like, yeah. And he starts uh, reciting his sermon again, practicing. And... Uh, so Jack just gets up and walks over and turns on the loudest vacuum cleaner in the world. Big old canister vac. Oh, yeah. that that yeah, I remember from that from earlier in the episode when he comes out to practice his yeah. speech in front of the girls and they turn on the air or the vacuum cleaner. Yeah. And then it's he, a very loud vacuum cleaner. <laughs> he runs off to the girls' room and Jack and Debbie are left on the couch. Yeah. Too. That's, that's all it is. 
That's the end of it. I just feel like this whole idea of Debbie and her lover roommates was so good. And yet it was such a tiny part of the episode. Yeah. And I feel like it could have been a whole... Um, Yeah, that's the only... Only part the whole thing. It could have been a whole series on its own. It was great. I agree. I think that's the real show. I don't even want to watch Who's Company anymore. I just want to be at Debbie's all the time. Debbie's. Okay, I can't can't keep saying Debbie's because friend of the show, Matt Bragg, has this thing he does because when he was in the Navy, there was a guy, this big, huge guy, who would walk up behind Navy guys and say their mom's name to him real deep <laughs> under his breath. And he would walk up and there was this one guy whose mom's name was Debbie. And he walked up behind him every day and would be like, Debbie. And it would freak this guy out and make him so mad. But to hear Matt Bragg do it, uh, that's all I can hear when we say Debbie. I just uh, hear Matt Bragg, friend of the show, Matt Bragg, saying, Debbie. Mm. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to get a recording of him saying Debbie because yeah, I just can't. Yeah. I can't picture. Oh, you can't! <laughs> oh my god, Debbie, Debbie. Ugh. All right. Okay. Last well, week. Last week. Last Maddie week. Said, you predicted. Oh, did we have to embarrass me? Yeah. Well, this is this is a terrible prediction. <laughs> I I just love the wording. Okay. It says. <laughs> Oh, Jack man. has to cook a fancy barbecue dinner. <laughs> it's not his specialty, but he made, but he needs the job. So he learns how to make barbecue. The girls, because this I is thought, the best like... Part. The girls want to help Jack achieve the barbecue. Achieve <laughs> <laughs> the barbecue? That's the first of all, trick. first of all, I thought triangle troubles meant like triangle, like dinner triangle, like, <laughs> like, 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 like everybody come and get it. Why wouldn't it be? Like they're on a stagecoach. <laughs> they're having they have a wagon train. Yeah, sure. I forgot the term love triangle, and that is not what it said in the. In, <laughs> it just said triangle troubles, uh, and he's a chef. Yeah. And that's the Dinner that is time. the call of, I get it. of yeah. the of the Wild West chef, the Prairie chef, the prairie is clang lang lang lang. Clang a lang So lang. it's not that it's not unreasonable. It's not, it's not unreasonable. It's, not. it's perfectly reasonable. Right. I want well, before I give my next prediction, mm-hmm. shouldn't we rate yes, this, we this episode? Rate this. Yeah. Okay, five Dominominiverse. Best score ever. This. That guy was so stacked. I was like, yeah. He's like, he's like totally like, like, you know who you, cause he had that orange little thing around his neck. Yeah. He was what I pictured Fred to look like from without Scooby-Doo. clothes on from hell. Yes. From Scooby-Doo. Yeah. He is my like Fred from Scooby-Doo fantasy boyfriend. <laughs> I don't know. This was, oh my I, God, I, love it. I rarely do this, but uh, I am wiping okay. my brow. All okay, right. I'm gonna give it um <laughs> because it has the brilliance of the mirror Debbie's house scene and how great Debbie's kitchen was, I'm gonna tack on an extra quarter stars and I'm gonna give it wow. four and a half stars. Wow, four and two quarter stars. Mm-hmm. That's a very high score. That yeah. is a very high score. It's a pretty high score, but originally it would have only been four and a quarter star. Mm. But Debbie's kitchen. Well, actually, isn't your scale just a four star scale? Oh, yeah, you're so right. So three and a quarter. Guys, get ready. But three and two quarters. But three and yeah. two quarters. Get ready for this. Uh-oh. What? Uh-oh. I'm going to give it three. Three and a half. Wow. Really? Yeah. What's your reasoning? He always um, gives it three. So I'm, I'm you much, he, I was going to say. I, Tucker's not. Pretty, like, I'm very really buried. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I was Jack irritated the shit out of me in this one. Yeah, he was kind of bitchy. I didn't, he was kind of mean. I, I don't like, like Jack two weeks in a row now. Yeah, and it's just, uh, you know, the... The plot machinations are so stupid 
Yeah. In like the last few I, episodes, I, it's been like we're missing we're just, the Roper, and we're yes. also missing the fast-paced satire that makes you gloss over the bullshit. Yes. Yes. So that exactly. we're getting also, up and on you the can bullshit. see. In fact, yeah, you're right. Three, three dominoes. All right. Yes. Okay. And you can tell what kind of show this could be if we just had. Debbie's roommates there a little bit more often. If we just had less shirts <laughs> and more Debbie's roommates. If we just had... Yeah. Uh, so that was just... But just I think it was a culturally important moment. Yeah. I don't know who else feels that way. Yeah. I mean, everyone. I think, yeah, the whole world. The whole world. All right, now. Feels that way. Guys. What is the title of the season four oh, opener? I am style. so excited. Episode one. Season four is called uh-huh. Jack okay. on the Lamb. Jack on the Lamb. That sounds, that sounds <sighs> disgusting. You know, I didn't even know. <laughs> That's not what I mean. I didn't even. Yeah. I didn't even know that there were Three's Company episodes that had neither the Ropers nor Mr. Furley. Yeah. And now that we've had two, I'm very done with the show being broken. You, like, I, I don't even know. Like, how do you feel about this? Like, let me ask you this. I think I just, how do you feel okay. about adding an element into the Madame Matilda, uh, oh. segment? Okay. Where I give you oh, wow. uh-huh. the name of the episode and okay. the character names of the Paddykins. Oh, I don't know, but it might give him something to go on. Okay. What do you think? We can we can try, try it. Out. I don't know. Let's I think that's only going to confuse happens. me. I mean, I, <laughs> this one, Jack on the Lamb, has uh-huh. uh huh. Walter Nessel, and then wait, you, these are these the, are the characters or the character? The characters. Okay, Walter Nessel. Special okay. agent. So he's Bannon. he's important because he has two. What special agent Banning and okay. special agent Roth? Oh, okay. Got it. And it's Jack on the okay. land. Jack on the land. Okay. Sounds like rack of lamb. Mm. Um, that sounds Jack of lamb. Perfect. I'm going to say that there has been a series of griffs happening down at the technical college where Jack goes to cooking school. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And um, somebody's been stealing money and and they pl- blame it on Jack. Oh. But it can't possibly be true because the girls have the proof that Jack is innocent except – there's a comedy of errors before they can get it to um, to the special agents in time for, for Jack not to have to go on the lam. Okay. Okay. That's all I got. <laughs> I think that's pretty good. Yeah. That sounds totally realistic. If you ask me. Yeah. And I know all about things that are realistic. I'm dead. That's not going to be at all what it's about. I don't know. Maybe. I saw a picture of it, and I I remember this yeah, episode. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? I don't. I can't mm-hmm. tell you what it's Couldn't about necessarily, no. but but there's something about that picture yeah. that made me be like, oh yeah, that episode. And I know that guest star. I know that mm-hmm. Paddockins. Oh, fascinating. Okay, I'm excited. Yeah. Okay. Well, what are we gonna um, what are we gonna toast? All right, it's toast time. Time to toast. Oh, to season three, guys. We did it. Oh, heck yeah. What a crazy season. I can't believe we've seen every Roper's episode there ever was in Free's Company. The highs, the lows, the mediums. Even one of the Roper's. A big fond farewell to Audra Lindley and Norman Fowler. We thank uh, them for their I think they come back. brilliance. Yeah, they come back. Don't they for come visit. back for a visit? Yeah. So we haven't seen them all yet. That's 
so sad for them to come to the show that they helped make yeah. one of the biggest sitcoms of all time. It's so mean. How did that happen? Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, but anyway, to season three. To season three. To season three. And to, to many more. <laughs> well, at least five. 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 <laughs> yeah, exactly. I always have to take a real Sexually 